My name is Austin James, and you're listening to Times Live Radio. Good morning, Lehigh Valley. Austin James here, WGPA. Happy St. Patty's Day. I know everyone's going to have some fun tonight. Drink some beer, have some good food. Let's get into some fun St. Patrick's Day fun facts before we get started on today's show, guys. So St. Patrick's Day actually began as a religious holiday to honor St. Patrick, who brought Christianity to Ireland in the 5th century. Shamrocks became a symbol of the day because, as legend has it, St. Patrick used the three leaves of the shamrock to explain the Holy Trinity to people. That's pretty cool. Corned beef and cabbage is one of the most popular meals to eat on St. Patrick's Day. However, it's not necessarily a traditional Irish recipe, as cows in Ireland were used more for their milk than their meat, which I can definitely, you know, attest to, because we have a, uh, me and my family have a meat manufacturing uh, facility over in Jersey, and we do have a few customers that bring in cows every, you know, every year. Uh, we probably process about, mm, maybe four to six cows a year, but most of them are actually dairy cows, so the meat is a little bit more... It's not as tender and it's not as good as actual cows that are, uh, you know, used for consumption purposes, more so than milk. But so I can definitely attain to that. It's definitely not as good. There are several cities in the U.S. whose names have an Irish theme. For instance, there are places in Wisconsin, Oklahoma, Texas, Missouri, and other states with the name of Shamrock. Plus, there are several cities named Dublin, including ones in California and Ohio. More whimsical-ish Irish-themed towns include Emerald Isle, North Carolina, in the township of Irishtown, Illinois. <laughs> Chris, that's pretty funny. Did you know there were so many uh, Irish-themed towns throughout the U.S.? Well, one of my best friends lives in Dublin, Ohio. Really? Oh, that's pretty cool. And yep. is it like an Irish-themed town or what? Is uh, there shamrocks everywhere and little leprechauns running around or what? Well, you know, maybe he has a, he has a little uh, leprechaun uh, son <laughs> running around. That's pretty great. Um, but as, as far mm. as uh, actually the town of Dublin is... Mm. is it goes back. It goes back mm. into the 1800s. Oh, really? And wow. so there, there's a lot of history there. And was it founded by Irish citizens, I take it, right? Uh, People from Ireland? Yeah, there's there's actually the founder, I think, had some uh, Irish roots. That's pretty cool. So, have you yeah. ever been to Ireland before? Not Ireland. I've yeah. been to England. But, oh, that's cool. But not Ireland. I yet. have not been to Europe yet, but I want to get to Ireland. Yeah. The castles are pretty cool, and I love the food, so. Oh, well, yeah. there you go. Get yeah. some bangers and mash. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's the best. Actually, I had that one time. A friend of mine is from the UK, yeah. and she made it. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. I yeah, love I, I actually had uh, uh, some blood sausages when I was in uh, England. Yeah. I got, what is that again? It's, it's, it's a it, blood sausage. So sausage with blood in it? or Yeah. Yeah, okay. from the pork. Hmm. Hmm. So, don't know how I feel about that. Well, okay. and bangers, you, you know where that term comes from. <laughs> no. Uh, All right. Yeah. So when they would cook them, mm. they would actually make a make a loud bang, and that's that's where yeah because of, huh. yeah so and that's where that's where the term the bangers it's it's that's the sausages funny. because they were blowing up. I didn't know that. That's a that's a pretty cool fun fact. Yeah. Why yeah. is is that from the pressurized water in the meat? Maybe. Yes. Like is that why? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah so as you were cooking, as you cooked the sausages, huh. they would bang. They were little bangs. Hmm, that's a cool fun fact. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, Bangers thanks, and mash. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get into some uh, quick events. So the Nazareth Pool is still going to be open up this year. They did announce that this past week, but they are taking safety precautions. Um, you do have to wear a mask while outside, so that's unfortunate, but at least the pool is opening, so that's a good thing. Reminder, Big Fish Entertainment, which is an MGM-owned company, is going to be in Nazareth uh, filming a new TV show. They're searching for the quirkiest houses in our neighborhood. So is your house the wildest, ugliest, and most recognizable weird house in town? Does your house have some questionable design choices, clashing wallpaper and carpet patterns or wacky colors? You can have a chance to win a free home re- renovation. Whether you want to show off your outlandish home or make a plea for a home renovation, they want to hear from you. 
And another quick reminder, the Nazareth Times will be in print starting April 1st, so look out for your magazines coming to every house in Nazareth and Bath. We are actually partnering with NextZest Hyperlocal Magazine, so stay tuned for our centerfold. March is Women's History Month, and I have some really cool guests in the studio with me today, which we're going to bring in. Has the quarantine 15 turned into the quarantine 30? Do you have stubborn pockets of fat that no matter what you do and how much you exercise just won't go away? Dr. Susan's pH Integrative Health can help. From FDA-approved cool sculpting to exclusive patented cryo-T-shock Pagini therapy, Dr. Susan's pH Integrative Health has the protocol to match you and your body type and your hormone profile. Dr. Susan's pH Integrative Health. Call today for your free consultation. 610 610- 4172448 that's 6104172448 Dr. Susan's PH Integrative Health where you can balance your body chemistry and balance your health Open every Wednesday it's the Hometown Farmers Market on Route 54 with all of your shopping needs in one stop Winter hours are 8 a.m. until 7 p.m. Be sure to like them on Facebook for any weather related closures and additional information See you Wednesday at the Hometown Farmers Market Welcome back, Lehigh Valley. Austin James here with Times Live Radio, WGPA. All right, we got some really awesome guests in the studio today. Like I said, March is uh, Women's History Month, so we've been bringing in some really special female guests every week that make an impact in our community. So today we have Casey Heinbach and Jesse Damanio from Action Karate Bethlehem in the studio. And I just want to say, I actually go to Action Karate Nazareth. This is part of the same uh, you know, franchise. Great, great school. They are really good with the kids and really great with the family. So welcome to the show, guys. Hi. Hey, what's up? How are you? Jesse, are you there? Yeah. Hey, Jesse, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, good. Welcome to the show. So, ladies, can you tell me a little bit about yourselves? Yeah, um, I guess I'll start, and then, Jesse, you can follow right up. So, I actually started with the martial arts when I was six years old. Super nervous, super shy. <laughs> My mom brought me in as a little ninja shark and, you know, really That's wanted cool. me to gain some confidence. <laughs> and I've been doing karate ever since. Wow. So I took a small break after I got my black belt, but mm-hmm. pretty much came back right away. Mm-hmm. And that's when I really started working on my teaching career. I started cool. helping Mr. Bittner with the classes. And how old were you then? 14. 14, okay. Yeah, cool. so I was starting with that like two, t- two days a week, and then more and more I just picked it up and loved it more. Mm-hmm. Did it all throughout high school and college. Um, wow. I was cutting hair on the side. I was really just trying to figure it all out, basically. Yep, yep, definitely. And I was in college and decided I was going to major in business and decide to open my own karate school. That's smart. And what was really cool is when we were actually on our action karate retreat, Miss mm-hmm. um, Jessie was in my group. And at the time, I don't believe Miss Jessie had any idea <laughs> that she was going to open a karate school. But mm. we were talking about goals and some things that... If there was one thing that we could change in our life, what would that be? And Miss Jessie was talking about how she was just unhappy with her career. Mm-hmm. And I just brought up the idea, you know, what if we opened a karate school together? And it That's just started awesome. this whole thing, and it really grew from there. So, Miss cool. Jessie, I'll kind of hand it off to you because <laughs> I know your story is a lot different. Yeah, so I actually... Um Mine involved online dating. <laughs> so I met my husband, Mr. Bittner, who runs Action Karate Nazareth. I met him online on Match.com, Match.com <laughs> eight years ago, <laughs> which, wow, that's a long time. And that was my first introduction to karate. I've never, I had never even really experienced anything with martial arts besides taking my son to one or two classes, like at the YMCA back in the day. So 
I watched him out on the floor with the kids and everything, and I, I was like, wow, this is really cool. And then uh, one day I was sitting on the side on the benches, and he handed me a uniform, and he was like, you're going to take class. And I was like, ha-ha, <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> um, but uh, I, but see I him went doing out that there too. and uh, wound up getting my black belt three years later, and I, I wound up working there part-time. Um, I was a high school biology teacher, and I was working there as like a second job. And then, like Ms. Casey said, we were on a retreat, and I had been teaching for 10 years, and public education had kind of done a number on me after all those years, mm. and I uh, decided to make a huge career change, go kind of completely rogue, and here we are today, and I've uh, been open for officially a year, so wow. yay. <laughs> what a year to get started in business, too. So, oh, yeah. Jesse, you're a first-degree black belt, correct? Yes. And Miss Casey, what are you? I am a third-degree black belt. Third-degree. Wow. That's No, that's awesome. So you have a boyfriend, right? Yes. And you could definitely kick his butt, can't you? <laughs> he doesn't like to admit it, but yes. <laughs> yep, definitely. Oh, I've seen her in class, man. She's fierce. That's awesome. So why did you girls decide to start your own action karate school? Like, why action karate? Well, I mean, I've been with action karate for so long, mm-hmm. and it's made such an impact on my life. Mm-hmm. And even just teaching. I mean, it's crazy to think I've been teaching for 10 years. Yeah, wow. Um, but... It's so amazing. I mean, I worked in a salon and it just didn't give me the same feeling as Mm -hmm. seeing one of my students start real young and become a black belt one day or that kid in class who gets bullied at school and then they come to karate and that's their like best day of their life. So Mm -hmm. just seeing making the difference. That's like the big thing for me. Yeah, I've definitely seen it too, Uh, especially, you know, when we used to spar before COVID, you know, you see some of these kids that come in that they're just very kind of awkward at first a little fresh to you know to sparring and because they really don't know what to do yet but by the time they're like two or three months in man they are just they're just killing it so yeah. that's awesome so that's seeing really the good. confidence people get out of their shell it's, oh, it's so amazing definitely and now uh, miss jesse what about you um for me i think a huge part of it was that being a teacher seeing kids in in the classroom mm-hmm. i see a lot of uh, over the years just a lot of the struggles that kids have yeah. and then I would go to karate, and I it was such a dichotomy. I mm-hmm. would see the exact problems I was seeing in the classroom. I mm-hmm. was seeing them address and help mm-hmm. in karate, where I couldn't do those things in my job as a teacher. I couldn't help in that way, and it was really just inspiring. And I really, the one thing with action karate is that everything is so family-oriented, mm-hmm. and I think that for a lot of families, when they deal with children who who struggle in different ways, it's mm-hmm. very isolating. And you don't see that at karate. You see yeah. people coming together. You see instructors helping in ways you never imagined that they could. Yep. Really, it is the, the village to raise a child, and mm-hmm. Action Karate provides that. And so it was just very inspiring for me. Yeah, that's great. You know, and I can definitely attest to that as well because – you know, karate, we're kind of like forced to step out, you know, to step outside of our comfort zone, which is good because I think a lot of kids and a lot of people in general want to stay inside that comfort zone because it's where they're comfortable and safe. But it's good that we definitely, you know, push people there. So that's definitely a good thing. You know, COVID has definitely <laughs> messed up a lot of things for businesses and you've had kind of a rough start with that. Can you tell us a little bit about how that's impacted you in the beginning and where it is now? I mean, your your studio does a lot for the community. So how has it impacted the community since COVID has kind of ended not ended but it's kind of cleared up a bit and businesses are now being allowed to do more yeah i mean even during covid Mm -hmm. we were trying to help the community in Mm -hmm. any way possible i mean there was a lot of virtual stuff we were doing working with turning point Mm -hmm. and 
doing all these seminars for other mm. groups in the community. But I think now that things are changing, we're able to start doing more outdoor things. We're getting involved with a lot of egg hunts uh, this oh, time around cool. the year. But yeah, just trying to be a part of the community as much as we possibly can. Okay, that's good. And you guys have your truck or treat too every Halloween, right? Yep, that's pretty we, cool. we still did it. We yeah. still did it last year. It's awesome. A little bit different, but mm. we, Miss Jessie, do you want to talk about some of our events? Because Miss Jessie was our amazing event planner mm, pretty okay, much during this time of COVID. Sweet. She came up with some um, really great ideas. <laughs> yeah, I tried. It was it was definitely a, a different thing. But mm. yeah, our trunk or treat, we just, this year, you know, we did it separated by times and mm. um, everybody kind of came at a, you know, 15 minute intervals. Mm. And although it seemed actually to be... Um, actually a little bit more fun. I don't know. It kind of kept it moving. So it's kind of funny how all of these accommodations that we've made have actually been very, you know, these are things we might continue to do past COVID just because they, mm. they turned out to be successful. Um, we did uh, some work with Big Brother, Big Sister, or the, um, not Big Brother, Big Sister, uh, Boys and Girls Club of Bethlehem. Oh, okay. Just trying to get out into the parks in the summer and mm. things like that, doing free classes. Mm-hmm. So that was something that, you know, we were doing because of COVID, mm-hmm. but it just turned out to be so successful that we can't wait to to do it again. And we're looking for like table events for this summer, mm-hmm. um, you know, getting out there. I know I just was talking to somebody yesterday um, that they're doing table events in June again, and mm-hmm. we're just so relieved that the community is going to be able to come back out and, you know, and get together outdoor events and things like that. So we're we're all in. Anybody can contact us. <laughs> that's awesome. And I think that's needed, too, a lot of outside activity. I actually love having classes outside. I think that's a lot of fun. But, you know, I can definitely, you know, say something here, too, you know, on that end. Uh, during COVID, when, you know, when everything had happened, I think action was, because I have a lot of friends in martial arts in different schools in the area, and we always just kind of talk about what's going on in different schools, you know, what's, you know, what they're learning, what, uh, what we're learning, whatnot. But during COVID, though, I must say, in the very beginning, a lot of those schools were not doing what Action did. Like, they got organized quickly, and they got the online courses available right away. And, you know, there was – it was a crazy first couple of weeks, but they definitely uh, took the lead and really kept everyone in line, you know, as much as they could. So that's so that's really awesome because um, I did talk to a lot of my friends in their schools, and they just weren't doing much of anything. So it's uh, definitely says something about Action. So we had talked a little bit about kids coming to the school and how they benefit, but can you tell us a little bit about your kids' program and how they benefit from martial arts? Yeah, I mean, it, it, every, everybody's a little bit different. You mm-hmm. know, when a student comes in, we always start off with a private lesson. And during yeah. that private lesson, not only is it a time to show the students some basics, mm-hmm. helping them, you know, gain that confidence and yeah. get out into class, but it's also a good time for us to sit down with that student, whether, whether it's a child, mm-hmm. whether teenager, whether it's an adult, and we can really dig deeper in their goals and figure out what is that one thing why is that child coming to karate class? What's mom and dad hmm. looking for? Okay. Are they looking for better focus? Are they looking for better confidence? Mm-hmm. Whatever the case may be, if it's if it's an adult looking mm-hmm. for weight loss, mm-hmm. we can really shape some goals directed towards that child or that adult in the beginning of the class. Hmm. So I think just knowing the specifics and being able to dig a little deeper is one thing that makes our program kind of stand out a little bit different than some of the others. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miss Jessie, what would you like to add to that? Um, I just, you know, in addition to that, one of the things that I think is really great about our program is that for all of our classes, we have what we call a flex schedule. Okay. So, you know, I have two kids. I have a 14-year-old and a 17-year-old, and Hmm. my uh, 17-year-old was super active as a kid. He was in like a billion different sports, and I remember just driving around and just trying to figure out his schedule, and it was just so 
it could be very stressful. So one of the things that I really appreciate about our, our schedule is that, you know, you can pick and, and choose which days you want to come to class depending on what works for your family, and you, mm-hmm. you can change it up every single week. So if Tuesday works this week but Wednesday works the following week, it's something that for kids and families' schedules, mm-hmm. we're trying to encourage kids to be active in other activities. You know, we want them to be confident and get out there on the baseball field and go and try out for the, the school play. And so we know that that works. You know, sometimes that can make our schedules a little bit crazy, but we encourage them to, to go out there and sow their oats. So, you know, we want our schedule to, to match that, and that's something that really works for families. Yeah, definitely. You know, and I do like the schedule in action because I can kind of pick my own days because some days Mondays work, sometimes it's Thursday, sometimes it's Tuesdays. It just really depends. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Uh, hey, girls, can you please plug in your social media for us? Your Facebook, website, how can they find you? Yeah, on Facebook, that's probably our most popular. Okay. Just Action Karate Bethlehem, which same thing for Instagram, mm-hmm. also very popular. The at Action Karate Bethlehem. Um, and then Miss Jesse and I, we also have our personal accounts. Okay. Uh, my Facebook is Miss Casey Action Karate, and Miss Casey AK is the Instagram. Awesome. And Miss Jesse, what about you? Uh, same thing. It's Facebook, uh, Miss Jesse Action Karate. Awesome. Awesome. Well, girls, thank you so much for coming in. It was great talking to you. Uh, it was great to hear about your business and what all you do to benefit the Lehigh Valley. So thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks so much for having us. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, Miss Jesse. All right, Lehigh Valley. Some of the most popular names, uh, Irish-themed names, are Declan and Seamus, which are very strong Irish boys' names, right? But a friend of mine actually has a boy named Seamus, but she spells it the traditional Gaelic way, S-E-A-M-U-S. Now, as a kid, you're not going to be very nice when you see a name like that, because it looks like Seamus, not Seamus. <laughs> so, I just thought that was kind of a fun fact, because, uh, you know, Declan and Seamus, I've been hearing a lot more, uh, you know, frequently being used for boys' names. Um, so I just thought that was kind of funny. So let's talk about some upcoming events before we uh, go into our fun St. Baddie's Day uh, foodie favorite talk, okay? So the Moravian Historical Society will be holding their annual historic Nazareth walking tour at the Whitfield House at 4 p.m. every second Saturday from March through September. Admission is $8 for everyone, five years of age and under are free. Tours last about 45 minutes to an hour. Also, members are free, just so you know. The Vigilance Hose uh, Fire Department in the Borough of Nazareth is holding their annual Easter egg hunt Sunday, March 28th at 2 p.m. The rain date will be April 3rd at 2 p.m. They do ask that residents attend only, and that's from the ages of uh, 1 to 9. The proper safety precautions are being implemented, so please wear your masks and keep the appropriate distance. All right, so let's get into some fun uh, St. Uh, St. Patty's Day food talk here, okay? So I actually did some research last night, and I have the 10 most popular St. Patty's Day foods, and they are shepherd's pie, corned beef, Irish soda bread, which I just had this past weekend, delicious, corned beef brisket, green eggs and ham, which I didn't realize was on the list, but that's pretty awesome, cabbage soup, cabbage rolls, Shamrock shakes from McDonald's. They're pretty awesome. I mean, let's all admit it. Corned beef hash and fried cabbage. Hey, Miss Casey, what's some of your favorites? Um, oh, my goodness. It's so <laughs> funny that you asked that because uh-huh. actually a lot of those are very traditional in my family. Oh, really? But I'm the outcast. Um, <laughs> I'm not a big cabbage fan. Okay, okay. I am not a big corned beef fan, but uh-huh. I do like those shamrock shakes. Yes, the shamrock shakes are so good, right? <laughs> I actually like cabbage a lot, especially fried cabbage. It's very good. Because one of my friends actually makes it, and it's a little bit sweeter. I'm not sure what she puts in it, maybe sugar or something, but it's delicious. I mean, she's Spanish, so it's not exactly an Irish. Uh, you know, she, she doesn't do it the Irish way. It's more so the Spanish way, but I love fried cabbage. Although the Irish soda bread I just had this past weekend at my grandmother's house, and uh, my aunt made it, like homemade. 
It's pretty good, but you know what I don't like about it, though, is that it's very hard. It's a hard bread, and I don't like the texture of it, but I love the flavor. Oh, it's so good with butter on it. I've actually never had that. What does that no, taste really? like? It's just like a harder bread. Um, it kind of tastes like... I think she made it with beer, a whole a whole thing of beer, I think. So it had almost like a, I guess you could say like a hops taste to it, but very good though. Hey, Chris, what about you, man? What's some of your favorite uh, St. Patty's Day foods here? Besides the bangers and mash? Well, besides the bangers and mash, yeah. But you know, what I, about on this list? Well, Guinness. I mean, Guinness, well, I mean, come on, who doesn't like Guinness, right? Right, right. <laughs> yep, exactly, definitely. Um, and shepherd's pie. That's that's a traditional shepherd's dish. Shepherd's pie is I mean, good. Yeah, you know. but I haven't had it in a while. But I mean, I... I've had it before. It's pretty good. It's pretty right, good. Right. It's pretty much just like a, it's almost like a mashed potato bowl at KFC. You know, it's just everything is right in there, except this has kind of like a little shell on the outside. But. I think it's a little better than KFC. Oh, no, definitely. Yeah. Because that, cause that <laughs> stuff is oh, it's disgusting. Actually, uh, you know, what's funny is I used to love those bowls, but now I'm just, I can't stomach them. Well, and Oof. the other thing that I'll make every year, mm-hmm. and actually I just, I just had this the other day was uh, mm-hmm. I make it in a crock pot of uh, corned beef brisket. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah. That sounds yeah. really good. So. Hmm. That's pretty uh, cool. You know, what I do is I'll put some potatoes and carrots with it, mm-hmm. and that's just, I don't know. That's pretty cool. You know, actually, Dublin's Pub, uh, we've actually had the owner on oh, a yeah. couple weeks ago. They're actually, Yep, Sean, Sean. Yeah, they're actually having, um, oh, my God, a whole a whole menu of, of St. Patty's Day favorites uh, this coming Great. weekend. They have Guinness uh, beef stew, corned beef and cabbage, bangers and mash, stuffed cabbage rolls. I mean, just all kinds of good stuff, so... Definitely check them out. What I think is funny is the green eggs and ham thing, though, because, I mean, <laughs> I did not realize that that was actually going to make the list last night. When I saw that, I was like, wow, that's actually on the list. I thought we were all offended by Dr. Seuss right now. I'm kind of no, surprised that that's, that's funny. <laughs> that, that actually made the list. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, all right, Lehigh Valley. Well, we're out of time. Uh, this is Austin James, WGPA, Times Live Radio. We will see you guys next Wednesday at 8.30 a.m. Thanks for tuning in to Times Live Radio every Wednesday at 8.30, only on WGPA. Find us on Facebook at Times Live Media Group or check us out at thenazaretimes.com. WGPA, WGPA is Bethlehem.